Session. I'm Carl Lefty. I'm Mike Stadler. Yes, you are. How the hell's it going today, Mike? Oh, God, if I was any better, I'd be you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jeff. God damn it. Oh, big question from Derek. How close is too close to hunting a betting area, Mike? That's why you don't want to ask me that. Because <laughs> yeah, Mike don't care. He'll he'll take a stand right over the top of their bed and yeah. just wait. Be like, he's that guy. I'll step on the deer to get into my stand. Right on his head. <laughs> you ever watch Predator when Billy's standing at the bridge? Mike's the predator in the tree. I'm already there. And that deer's like... Right there. Yeah, I, I, uh, I am notorious for, I like to, I get in tight. I like to, I push limits. So what you're saying, Mike, is you like it tight. I do. Nice. It's nothing better than getting in there tight, I'm not going to lie to you. That's a fact. So, that's a, you know, you get right in there. Right, anyway. anyway. So, <laughs> I have had a lot of success. I'll tell you, this goes both ways. I've had a lot of success. Um, I move in close. If I find an animal I think I can get in tight yeah. and kill it, I'll do it. Yep. I've always been that way. Carl knows that. That's a fact. Um, and I've made it work a lot of times. Yep. What's I, the downfall of that? I, I have botched it a few times too because once you do it, you, you better make it work because you're in too close. Um, so if it doesn't work and you blow it, it's probably done. You know, that deer's probably gone. So uh, it's a risk reward thing. Yeah. A lot of risk. You know, with the with the big reward, hundred percent. But um, I'll do it. I, I have pop stands up in precarious areas. Carl's like, God, that's a good stand, but you can't get in that thing. I'm like, oh, we'll get in it. And it's got to be. It might be one day a year you can get in that stand. It's true. But and then you got to get in it. So what you're saying is risk versus reward. It's risk reward. It really is. How much risk do you want to take? You know. Um, I don't do it a lot anymore. Uh, I hang back a little bit more. Um, I, other, I, I've brought Carl around a little bit, though. He likes a lot of my setups. I, I do. I usually do most of the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do the food plot stuff and some of the plotting stuff, and uh, yep. you know, we'll both do uh, lately um, some of the habitat improvements that we've been doing together. You guys see all of that, the bedding area stuff, and then uh, habitat pockets that we put in for mm -hmm. deer movement. Uh, that's both of us, but most of the stand locations, um, once we decide where we're putting this stuff, uh, it might picks. Yeah, I, I, I do back them out a little bit now. You know, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to be close to a bedding area, though. No. Because um, we hunt them smart. Yeah. You know, it, that's the whole thing. If they're in the right location, yes. That's the key. You know, you can't have them in there where the wind's blowing you wrong. You know, um, we got we got stands set off of bedding areas. Yes, um, and and close and close and and you can get in and out of them without yep. disturbing. Yeah, you know? um, I'd say um, some of our newer ones are within fifty yards. Yeah, they're close. I mean, look where I look where I shot my deer last year. Yeah, you're within thirty yards. Yeah, that's thirty yards off the bedding. Yeah, you know, off the main trail. Uh, I mean, so it, it again comes down to I think you know entry and exit, obviously. Mm -hmm. And we're always harping about your wind. Your wind has to be right no matter where you are. Yeah. 
So um, the entry and exit part of things, that's where you can be right on top of them. So if you can enter and be right on top of that box betting area, wouldn't it be smart to be there when he gets there mm -hmm. and kill him? I I would say yes. Yes. But <clears throat> what if he doesn't show up? Can you exit? Can you That's out? the other part of it. So, like you were just saying, entry and exit is the major uh, component of that. Like, you know, like the stand where I shot fire last year. Like you said, 30 yards off the bedding, but I can get in and out of it at any time. Yeah. You know, with the right wind there. I'm never, I'm never going to hunt that unless I have a northwest wind. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to hunt that in the morning. Yep. So my set's going to go up anyway. And so I can get in it easy. It's off the main trail. Yep. And I can get right back out of it, no matter what. Yeah. And, and what he meant mm -hmm. by, you know, I'll see how he threw in the northwest part of it. So what he's saying is when the thermals start to dissipate, where he doesn't have the thermal to help carry that scent up anymore. He's got that northwest to push it away from the bedding area, and he knows at that point he can get down and escape and get out of there without the deer even knowing he's there. Yep. And that's the most important aspect of uh, hunting bedding areas. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with hunting bedding areas. Yeah, I don't. I think I think everybody does it. Yeah. I mean, you want to know where they're bedding. If you know where they're bedding, it's it's a tick in your favor. Yeah. It really is. Especially for morning hunts. Yeah. In that pre-rut time. Yeah, you're hunting them either going to it or coming from it yep. all the time. So uh, you need to be somewhere close to them. You, you can't be too far, so far off the bedding that you're never going to get an opportunity. I mean, there has to be yeah, you know, a, a reason for them to travel where you are, yeah. I guess. You know, right, and that's exactly the truth. You have to be able to, uh, <clears throat> you have to be close enough to get the daylight movement so you can actually shoot them during hours. Yeah. But you have to be far enough away where you can escape without telling everybody you were there. Right. That's the big one on bedding areas. The other part about a bedding area aspect, I think, is is uh, like Mike was stating earlier, it's realizing that there's days you can't hunt that at all. So be ready not to hunt. At least that stand for sure. Right. You know, we said before millions of times that you know you don't have to be in the woods every day to be successful. And uh, you have to realize when it's time not to uh, be in a certain area and when it's time to be in those areas. So pretty simple layout right there. So what's too close, Mike? In it. In it? Yeah, don't go in it. Yeah. <laughs> don't go in it. And then, yep. Yeah. And I've sat stands on the edges of them. You know, like I said, we're within 30 yards of one of them here. Um, I have my favorite stand down in the bottom is on the edge also of it mm -hmm. uh, you know um, I'd say we uh, put north edge of it yep I'd say we put three or four stands <coughs> 30 to 40 yards of bedding on my property yep. this year and we'll fill bucks up and we will yep it's it's all stand location is all about what we always preach entry and exit watching your winds 100 percent you know and if you're hunting Ridge tops, know your thermals, because uh, that's what's going to save you or kill you. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> Mornings and evenings. Yeah. You got to know it, and, it, and you got to know it for any stand. It doesn't matter if it's on bedding. Doesn't to me it doesn't. Doesn't matter if it's on bedding, if it's on a food plot, if it's on a travel corridor. Any of it. 
100 you just need to know it. Yeah. So, and that's how you're going to be more successful. you got to put the odds in your favor. That pretty much covers it. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the question. Way to go, Mike. You're a winner. I'm Keep pretty, winning, Mike. I for sure get one gold star. Right on. We appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for checking it out. If you guys have any other questions, put them right down here in the comments. If you want to listen to the podcast, check it out at Spotify, Google, iHeart, RSS.com, Apple, and, and YouTube. YouTube. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. Also, remember, once we hit 5,000 subscribers, we're actually going to have a giveaway. we got a really nice uh, black gold site that we're giving away. Uh, this is for that 5,000 mark. You guys go ahead and subscribe up. And at that point, for all the names in the hat, we'll pull it out. I'll give you a call or text or PM you. And uh, we'll get your site coming. We appreciate each and every one. Yeah, click and like. See ya.